0: Everybody, welcome to another great episode of Shy Spirits, guys. Uh, got a full house today and a very, very exciting topic. Uh, I'm Parker. I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hey, everybody. Uh, I got producer Jenny with us. Hello, producer Jenny. Hello, all. Uh, Todd. Hello, Todd. Hello. And Cuba. Welcome back again. Yo. Uh, great to have everybody with us to talk about Weller. It's our big tater episode. Oh man, um, John. What's your favorite thing about Weller?
1: Um, how easy it is to find. <laughs> and it's great price.
0: Yes. Yes, yes. Um
2: So let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh
0: do you, any any of you guys have a good uh a I don't want to say relationship, a good intro to Weller over the past number of years?
3: I'd say my intro to Weller was both good and bad. Like it was definitely Weller Special Reserve was the first big tater purchase I made. I was, I I couldn't admit it. I couldn't find any Weller anywhere. Wellers. And Wellers with a Z, that's right. Couldn't find any Wellers. And was uh, in a liquor store in North Center, Ravenswood, something like that. And I saw they had a bottle of Special Reserve for like a hundred bucks or something, uh, something, something like way too much than than what it it actually is. And I'm like, oh my god, Weller's, and I bought it. <laughs> and I was like, this is fine. It's great. I'm upset with myself for thirty dollars. Yeah. So it Weller's taught me a, a valuable lesson.
4: I too have a tater
3: confession. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I you also paid
4: a hundred dollars for my first bottle of Weller Special Reserve. Welcome, really? The club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That these were
1: was it around the same time? I wonder, like year or something. Like this is bizarre. That it was I think impressive. I recall two
4: weeks ago. <laughs> <it was> a, <laughs> yeah. I high five Cuba on, that's right, on the on way, way out of the, out the, out of the store. Of the <laughs> store. <laughs> Weller's, bro.
0: It was a windmill <laughs> high five. Yeah. That right. On the record. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, I mean, that's very exciting. That's impressive. And I thought it was great because I had no idea what I was doing.
0: I mean, listen in a vacuum. Weller, we're we're going to talk about it in depth. For its too.
4: price it is very well very priced. Very good. Very, mm-hmm. good. very yep. well
0: priced. But but yes, there retail. is a lot of hype around it. Retail. So. The, re-
1: the retail for the special reserve, just for context, when you guys were paying hundred dollars, was probably like twenty five dollars. Right.
4: Thanks for rubbing that in.
1: No, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying there's people out there that don't know. You know.
0: But you know what? it was it was worth a hundred dollars to you, and that was the important. That's thing. That's how the market works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love the free market here at Chai Spirits, guys. We're big capitalists. And uh. And so Make sure you check out our merch store. Um, but yeah, let's talk a little bit about William LaRue Weller. Yeah, who is that? Uh, well, he was kind of, what's, what's the best way to describe it? Uh, he was at the forefront of this this old brand. Uh, he was born in 1825.
1: That's a long time ago. Yep.
0: Uh, he was he the f- first to make bourbon using wheat in the mash bill, allegedly. Why do you say allegedly? Well, I mean, that's what it says on the Buffalo Trace website. I, I wasn't around in the er- mid-1800s, uh, but I... Assume he was the first to do this, so that's I mean, very you cool. You can't disprove it, it. That's very true. Um began his career as a wholesale whiskey dealer and distiller in 1849. And um,
1: nowadays in Kentucky, you can't do that.
0: Yeah, you are.
1: really can't. You can't and, distribute and be a, a producer.
0: And if you go to the Buffalo Trace website, they'll give you the, his whole life story, and it's very in depth and detailed. And I am going to skip ahead a little, just because yeah, we want to drink some whiskey. I, you have like
1: a ba- you have like a booklet here to yeah, go through. Yeah, a lot going crazy. on there.
0: Um, but you know he he and his company eventually later on, the uh the company eventually merged to become Stitzel Weller in uh, 1935. Stitzel
1: uh, really got screwed on
0: Todd. Can't, you can't see it, but Todd is wearing a Stitzel Weller shirt, which is fantastic. It, it looks great, um, soft, and it became known for its wheated bourbon recipe.
4: What'd you call it, John?
1: <laughs> no, no, the shirt's soft, you know, <laughs> and Ripley with muscles,
0: and uh the in within the Weller lineup. Um, they have many award-winning bourbons nowadays. Yes, yes, yeah. very much so. We're going to talk about a number of them. We have, by my count, seven expressions to try, and a couple multiples probably because we have a few different, um, some store picks, things like that, vintages of things. So I'm very excited to kind of go through the whole, uh, whole lineup here. Uh, and, go ahead, Jonia.
1: And um, so, <clears throat> one of the things I think that I think maybe is worth mentioning is that uh, Stitzel Weller, Weller rather, is now owned by the Buffalo Trace brand. Yes, please. It is also the same distillate that, and this is why everybody, I think, goes crazy for it, that is used to make the Pappy and old Rip Van Winkle lines, right? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. So
0: um, yeah. so you've heard of like Poor Man's Pappy. things? People, people do a lot of things to try to
4: recreate.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. That yeah. one, our very first Windy City Sippers. That's
3: right, yeah. Way. Someone brought Poor Man's Pappy. Yeah, it was... Yeah,
4: what is that? Weller 107 and Weller 12? 12. Yeah,
3: yeah. I forget yeah. the ratio. If it's fifty fifty or two thirds, one third, something like that. But. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, people use because it, it, it is that mash bill, and mm-hmm. people try to recreate the uh, the iconic bourbon.
1: And I mean, if you mix two good bourbons together, sometimes it makes a great bourbon, but sometimes
0: it makes another good bourbon. Our, uh, you know, our buddy Jake over at Whiskey Written would uh, agree with you. Hey, hell, mix five of good bourbons together. Yeah. <laughs> what do you tell you? We love you, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> love that guy. Um, But yeah, so first up, I wanted us to start with uh, the Weeded Mash White Dog from Buffalo Trace. So this is the unaged distillate. Yes, this is is the base. From this, all of what comes next starts as. So I would love everybody. Get it in front of us. Everyone, like, get a nose on there. What do you think? Um, The the mash bill, which um, is not, I I do not know the, the details on it at all. But it's, it includes wheat, corn, and rye. The and details is, are undisclosed.
1: This is like a vanilla cupcake in a glass.
0: Uh, it comes in in 114 proof. And you can get this at your local liquor store for about 17 bucks for a 375 milliliter. They're
1: not always around, though.
0: No, they're not always around. I actually hadn't seen the weeded version in quite a while. So I'm mm. re- I was really excited to see it and be like, oh, yeah, this would be perfect for this, this episode. smells like yellow cake.
3: Bring, yeah. I, I get what you mean. Bringing my nose to the glass, so the first thing that came to mind was like white wine. Almost, like sweet, a little bit of a fruitiness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, alcohol is present there because it's it's white dog. Um.
1: Actually, I mean, I don't get like an ethanol note on it. Like there's nothing astringent to me.
0: I get Werther's Frosting.
1: Yes. Mm.
3: Yes.
0: I, I do love the frosting note because there's definitely a, uh, a depth to the sweetness. It's like there's like thickness to it almost on the nose. But honestly, I I I've never tried this on its own before. Yeah, and uh, the nose is kind of
4: impressive, really.
1: I'll tell you what, I just tasted it, and the uh, palate is really good too.
4: I'm shocked that yeah. this is a- it.
2: am I'm, I'm with Todd over here because the other times that I've tried, um, like White Dog and yeah, the unaged distillates, I've just kind of been like, meh, I don't know what to do with this, but this is good.
0: I will say, I will say and to completely rat out Todd before the episode I, had, I brought this out and he's like oh yeah whatever white dog whatever.
3: <laughs> to to riff on the frosting note like the palette on this tastes like a Kroger tray of vanilla cupcakes that you mm.
0: bought like mass produced super sweet really delicious I have a, I have a note for that only John will appreciate at this table maybe Jenny um. I'm getting the white half of a black and white cookie from yes, Publix. Yes, uh, yes I'm yes,
3: sorry, yes. I'm from New York. <laughs> I'm, I'm half black and white cookie. But he said well, from, from Publix, Cuba. Ground. He said it's from really from Publix. Oh, from, oh, from, from, from Publix. So, yeah, right, right. so a garbage disc is what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> Whoa!
0: <laughs> if you say another bad word about the wonderful bakery at Publix,
1: actually though, I do have a friend who's a bakery manager at Publix, and she would not take
0: kindly to that. And, I I do love Publix. And she, I will, I will go on the record that's saying. That's <laughs> saying. I'm just,
2: that chicken tender pub sub.
0: Coop making a lot of enemies early on this Honestly, episode. Honestly, oh. <laughs> gotta come out strong. Someone's gotta be the villain.
1: <laughs> Need a foil. Yeah, that is excellent. They they start with a very good distillate, and that yep.
4: makes perfect sense. So they were cheating all along. So this was drinkable. They right. didn't have to age it. Yeah.
0: And the movie here is hey, if you want to try to make your own version of Pappy, get some bunch of this distillate, get a barrel. I'm calling a little this, two liter and just
4: fill it up.
1: I'm calling this William LaRue Blanco.
0: Oh, that's fun. Oh, yeah. that's that's good for uh tequila tot over here. Right. No, I honestly, that's like, I do get a lot of the same stuff on the palate as on, on the nose.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So I, oh, man, I'm very excited about what we have, what we have up next. Uh, the aforementioned Special Reserve. Oh, man. Green Label Weller, as uh, many people know it. Todd and uh, Kuba both paid a lot of money for this one point in their lives. My first white whale. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to see if it lives up to that hype. But first, let's take a quick break. And hey, we're back. We've got in front of us the Special Reserve Weller Green Label.
1: What is this age? Do we know?
0: The original weeded bourbon. Um, I've heard it between seven and eight years. Okay. That is, that is the room. They don't have an age statement. Cuba,
1: Todd, do you feel like you've heard anything different or similar?
3: No, I, I actually didn't know there was any mention of, of age for this one. So. Well, it's
1: like a new age statement. But yeah,
0: in, in my research, I found that. That's is, the rumor. It's very unofficial, yes.
1: Yeah, it's NAS, and then there's RAS, rumored age statement.
3: Oh, I hadn't heard that.
1: No, I just made that up. Or I mean, <laughs> if, if, if I didn't make it up, I have not heard of it. But, but.
0: See, I have no idea if that's true or not. But that's, that's what I read somewhere in the research for this episode. Which makes sense, because, you know, 12-year. Um, comes in at 90 proof. That. Uh, retail nowadays, it's going for just around thirty bucks. Is it? Yeah, $29, 28, 29 30 bucks, something like that.
1: It's probably been a couple of years since I bought one of these because I mean I have the bottle, but I just, I mean, I drink it so rarely. It's more like having people try this because people have such hard time finding it. They want to hear it. They want to taste it.
3: Which thirty bucks is? I know we're in an inflation economy and all that, but that's that's a pretty not bad strong. I mean, relatively speaking, you're you're, you're entering a, a field of pretty strong competitors oh that's true that'd be very true buffalo trace like knob creek standard knob creek nine-year age stated like that they've pushed that up quite a bit
0: Mm. Uh, that's true that's true but i think a lot of people even just you know blind tasting these things together like they're not going to tell you that this versus knob creek versus a lot of things in that same price range are like vastly higher or lower i don't think
1: i mean i think a lot of people will gravitate to this uh because it's very easy drinking it's I mean we haven't tried it yet but it's got a reputation
0: for that. And it's some smooth juice.
1: Right. Right.
0: I'm getting a really interesting note on the nose but I can't quite put my finger on it.
1: Well, I will say this when we opened up the bottle and we were pouring this I could the nose is so present and it's like light and fruity that I could smell it like before it was even poured in the glass.
0: What kind of fruit is that?
1: Cantaloupe? So, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like, apple. It's like a
1: cantaloupe and, like, a raspberry or something. Yeah.
2: Peach Ooh, or something.
0: Yeah. Something, I, something in a brighter stone fruity mm-hmm. range. I think, I think I like cantaloupe there. That's, like, yeah. some sort of melon. Something in the mm-hmm. melon family. But like, melon
1: you know how sometimes melon. melons really are not very tasty? Like, it's a really ripe melon. Right. Like,
0: mid-season. So,
2: yeah, yeah the, the it's not, like, a super strong flavor on a melon or a cantaloupe. hmm
0: all right, what do you guys get on the palate on this guy? Hmm, kind of interesting.
1: It's harder to pick up. I know the white dog is a little bit um, higher proof. It's harder for me to pick up any particular notes, but
4: it is light and sweet. I think the white dog is more complex than this. Yeah,
0: agree. Oh,
1: well, that's because it's 114 proof and this is down to 90. I think
0: that's part of it. I mean, also you know, age in a barrel, so sometimes that smooths things out. Yeah. It's mean, true. Mellows
2: it out. Almost like an herbal tea on this. You can maybe see that.
0: Mm. Oh, there's something else there. What is it? What is it? It's kind of
1: tropical. It's kind of pineapple to me. I um maybe actually
0: like maybe a little bit of butterscotch, maybe. Yeah.
4: It's very light though. Yeah, like, it's, it's super it light. Like butterscotch. Yeah. It's but super light, yeah. Not a lot of viscosity. But honestly,
0: like it's very like I hate using the word smooth, but that's kind of what it is. It's like yeah. I, I mean, drink I can drink eight of these, no problem.
2: Yeah. I didn't realize this was only 30 bucks.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean if, if you can, can find it, it, yeah. it hasn't gone up like in the last just, five years. Just a couple
1: Well, the line. Van Winkle, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's not the Van Winkles, but <clears throat> I don't know if Buffalo Trace cares at all, but I mean, it doesn't really respond to the secondary market's pressures, price pressures at all.
4: No, you they know? don't they don't care about your Secondary market. Well, it did. They're they're doing um, their thing. Well, they're 107. Once we get to that. Oh, that's that's a good. Oh man, I I have a.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm totally wrong on that. I have a. (laughs) I have a fairly good 107 story. Actually, when we get to that about uh the price jumping up.
3: Mm. So on on this one, who's who's this
2: for?
0: Um, this is for your kind of new to bourbon person who wants to try a weeded bourbon
2: Mm -hmm. or something that's hard to get, maybe. Yeah,
0: or like, hey, something. I'm new to but bourbon. But like, what's maybe just
2: exciting for somebody who's looking to get something hard to get. I hear
0: this is great. Like, I hear this is the thing. Like, this is it's and it, it's fine.
1: Here's and the person I would have. So the guy who was like, "I drank too much bourbon in college. I hate the taste of bourbon." And you're like, "Okay, really? Let me have you try something." And maybe it's not this one, but maybe it's something farther down the line. If you really want to like try to turn them, but like this is a very easy entry level bourbon,
4: I think. And one more qualifier. They must live in either Ohio or Texas because those are the only states that have ample supply. Of <laughs> it is so
1: weird. Texas gets so... And they get the yeah. 175s. For
3: For me, this is like the thing that you pull your father-in-law who just kind of started drinking bourbon aside for him, and be like, I got some Weller. Wellers. He's like, what? You got some Wellers? <laughs> and you pour him some of this and he goes, oh, it's so smooth. Like, it's re- it's really inoffensive. It's yeah. a really... There's there's no burn, there's no spice, there's no heat. Um, it goes down really really easily. It does that. It does that well. I don't think there's anything particularly interesting about it, but there's nothing bad about it either.
1: Would you say it's kind of like a Bud Light of bourbon or something like that? Or I, a Miller Light.
3: I, I that's almost doing it a disservice a little bit. I think it's it's dialed in. It's.
1: I mean, I mean that only to say that Miller Light is a very well balanced beer. No, th- you have like one thousand of them.
4: Would you say it's an okay first date? Like, I'm yeah, promising. Back. Yeah, we'll it. we'll see where the second love date
3: goes. We're not in love. Yeah, but I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good analogy. I like that. See you next week. Yeah,
4: no, unless I, somebody better comes along, like, well, or twelve. Well, right. well yeah, yeah, yeah. The next week, and then you're not gonna text back, babe.
0: <laughs> but no, I think that actually a great analogy over there. Just, um, you know, and and we have a uh, uh, on the phone. Who is father in law? <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about Wellers who we wanted to call in. I want
1: to be able to find one of those bottles. Where do you get it?
0: But uh, no, not, honestly, like again, if someone put about this in front of you and it's like, hey, we're we're drinking bourbon tonight. I got I got Weller green label. You're like, all right, let's drink.
1: I've often thought about this. Um when I was in Texas a couple of years ago, I bought one of those 1.75s sure. for like an eventual bachelor party. Yeah. I'm like, can you imagine like a group of guys that some of which know bourbon, some of which don't. It's not a particularly expensive one, but it's a a tasty one if you're going to, like, sip on it while you're, like, hanging out for a weekend.
0: No, for sure. Yeah,
3: that that would work. But I would say if the four of us were in a bachelor party, right, and someone showed up with a bottle of well or special reserve, people would be like, what are you doing, man?
1: Yeah, Yeah. well, well, some of the people at the bachelor party just don't know bourbon, so you got to, like, placate.
0: Um, I think we know that if you you would have very two very vastly different sections of bourbon, it'd be a bunch of absurdly hard to get crazy limited releases, and then a bunch of Benchmark and Elijah and Evan Williams. For once, we had too much of that. Um, I mean, Todd over here, a recent convert to the uh, the wonder that is uh, Benchmark and Evan Williams.
4: That's right. I like having special reserve around to drink kind of towards the end of the night when you don't want something that's very high proof, but you want to continue drinking, but you don't want to end up on the floor.
3: Yep. That's a really good point, too. The The longer I've gone in my drinking career, the more I have appreciation for things that can come in at, like, 90 to 100 proof and still bring something Like, I love Eagle Rare for that, um, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm finding a great spot in Armagnacs. And this, this could fit that spot for some, someone who's looking for something... Softer,
0: sweeter, smoother.
1: Those for old sure. Forrester single barrels from back in the day. Oh man, I miss those
0: so much. Mm, all yeah. oh, the black label ones. I was oh, just yeah. talking about those like yesterday, and I miss them so much.
1: I'm holding out to have the world's largest collection of them. Uh, <laughs>
0: you are you're
1: doing pretty well. You're in the well, running. The thing is, is that they're only dwindling in other people's collections. So you know, that's the idea.
0: Is and, you, and you've one been one breeding yours or what? <laughs> well, wait,
4: <laughs> we have all these four year MGP picks. What are you talking about? Is that mm. that. You know, exactly. Replaced everything, right? right? Yeah,
1: right. Totally. Oh man. Yeah, now, I've been <laughs> using amphibians to breed them, so we'll see
0: how that goes. <laughs> so uh, next up, we've got the Weller Twelve Year, the Black Label. This
1: uh-huh. is one of my longtime favorite bourbons to um, break out for people. If they're if they know anything about bourbon, they're always really happy to see it.
0: Yeah, this is age twelve years. Shockingly, uh, with that same, again, everything we're tasting here is that same mash bill. So that same it's all the uh, weed is they don't actually say what the percentages. is no no undisclosed uh, that's the trade secret
1: buffalo trace doesn't do that for any mm. of their bourbons right yeah.
0: no no they don't but uh this comes in at 90 proof i did include this that this uh this particular one has a score of 93 on distiller good great service
5: mm-hmm.
0: which uh yeah, you know great app. Is, isn't everything but like i you know i like looking at it at least um the retail price in this varies, but I think it's around 50, 50 60 bucks. Is it really? Yeah.
1: It so. used to be, I thought it used to be a lot cheaper.
0: It like did. 40s? It did, yes. Yeah. It did. That's gone up considerably in the last three, four years. Mm. Uh, but yeah, what are you guys getting initially on this?
4: Light oak on the palate. I mean, have
1: you
3: tasted it?
4: No. Well, I did, but I'll <laughs> pretend I did Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It there's
0: Get some potpourri on the nose.
3: Yeah, there's I, that. that's a great note. There's more sophistication to it. I smelling it, I felt like I'm I'm walking into like a fancy suit shop almost. There's a fragrant cologne-like potpourri is a is a really great way to put it. Some something more pronounced and sophisticated that you're not getting off
0: something off the shelf. Yeah, like I'm walking through a garden talking about betrayal.
3: Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was still getting like a fruity tropical uh vibe, but now it's more towards the bait goods and like a little darker.
0: And I definitely get that floral note and then um
4: a little bit of black pepper.
0: Mm. I can see that too, yeah. On the yeah. nose? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty complex though, honestly. Like
1: pretty complex. It's definitely yeah. For me it's like
3: uh, walking to a bakery. I get Pineapple upside down cake mm. or lemon tart, something something with some citrus to yeah. it on the nose for me, but heavily sweet. Yeah.
0: All right. On the on the palate, I I like that. That's nice. You know? I get a little bit, a little bit of spice on the back end. I don't know if you guys are getting
3: that. Yeah, wood spice for sure. That's that's just a really nice pour. This is a bottle
1: um, this is a, and I think it's a, because of the 90 proof. I get a lot more on the palette than I do the finish. And the palette is fantastic. It is really like hard to pin down that um, very light and dancing type flavor. Is it like a
0: toffee flavor I'm getting? I, I it's, mean, it's something in like the
1: candy sweet range. I'm right still here. in like the fruit punch area.
3: I get, I get, for me, it's like creme brulee, where there
0: is. Ah, damn it, that's a good, a note.
3: pronounced flavor of like. Burnt sugar, but
0: John, I'm jealous of that note.
3: When you when, when you think of, of creme brulee, it's like light and mm-hmm. fluffy, and it kind of melts in your mouth. And and that you're is.
1: talking about not the top, not the surface that gets cracked,
3: but
0: the, right the the actual the yeah, brulee, the creme, <laughs> the creme, yeah, brulee. But I, <laughs> the brulee I, I, but is I, the top. I, 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 don't, I, don't I don't speak French. <laughs> I, I get a nip of that like rich top
4: though too. And yeah. Like, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: There, it's not yeah. like overwhelming. It's both, present. Both are present. Yeah. You
1: know, at first right. I was suspect on that, but I agree. Okay, yeah.
4: Todd, your thoughts? No, I agree too. I was having a hard time putting my finger on it. I feel like Weller Special Reserve and Weller 12, they have something that is unique about them. I can't always put my finger on what it is, but I feel like I could – you look like you have a comment.
1: Well, I'm just thinking like remember how I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's Buffalo Trace. I do think that Buffalo Trace's yeast has a um, a big thing to play and why all their distilled products, regardless of mash bill, have some
3: familiarity across.
4: Yep. You're correct. This is Buffalo Trace. <laughs> what's
3: the What's what's <laughs> interesting is how different these products are from Maker's products. Like yeah, well, also they're... a prominent weeded bourbon, right? Mm. The sweetness and the roundness is, I, 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 to my palate, so much more pronounced on Weller than it is on Maker's. Maker's is is a broader, more balanced bourbon. Weller really dials that in.
1: And really, I wonder if it's a mash bill because we just mm-hmm. don't know either of them.
0: That's a good point, honestly, because both we did bourbons, but yeah, this is definitely a, di- a different c- category yeah. of, of that. Uh sub- I mean, people category.
1: aren't going crazy for Makers, Mark. I mean, our parents oh. are. Definitely.
0: Uh, Jenny is. producer Jenny. Well, because she's love. from the Cincinnati, Kentucky area, you
1: know.
2: I mean, yeah, I learned from my grandfather to yeah. drink Makers. <laughs> Back
1: in the day, Makers was the fine sipping bourbon. You know, like their advertising also is amazing. One of their ads... From back in the '60s, says it tastes expensive, and it is. Mm. By the
2: way, that is <laughs> That's great. A lot, a lot of that is attributed to the wife of the head distiller. Um she, it, it was her idea to put the the um, the wax on the bottle, oh. like the whole look of everything. And I thought, was the, to I thought the, the I thought
1: the, the name, wife. yeah, right, the maker's mark. It was like a uh, throwback to like a jewelry or something. It was a mark of the beast thing. No. (laughs) No, no. Okay. I know this is a Weller podcast, but this actually, uh, we should do a Maker's Mark podcast.
2: Uh, The ladies already did that. Thank you. You know, Uh, John,
0: we I I, I, I let you walk into that one and I'm sorry. What the hell, man? But uh, first of all- The men
3: should do a Maker's (laughs) podcast.
0: Just to come back
3: to this poor, I think the, the thing that strikes me most about Weller 12 is how balanced it is in so many ways. There's no- sharpness. There's no edges. There's no one really pronounced note. It is soft and sophisticated and really just nice to see. This is, this is one of the pours that I pack when I'm going to meet friends who don't know bourbon, yeah. enjoy whiskey. I'm trying to make the moment a little bit special. Um, I brought some for some British friends of mine who were visiting the, the US recently, and they all, all loved it. It's just one of those really great great whiskeys that shows an
4: element of what bourbon can be.
1: It's also a great introduction, too, for people that are kind of like suspect.
4: It's a gateway bourbon. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. You get people hooked on this, and then they start to try other stuff. Next thing you know, they're
1: doing barrel-proof stuff. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: Well, I I do think this bridges the gap a little bit between um, the people who, like, newer to bourbon, you're like, hey, try this, it's cool, to the people who, like, are a little more experienced in bourbon. Because I don't know anybody in our bourbon circles, and we travel in those because we've been doing this for a little while, that like wouldn't, if you gave them, hey, hey, I got you this bottle of Willow 12, you know?
1: I gave you that bottle. Actually, come think for your wedding.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it's like, hey, happy birthday. I got you a bottle of Willow 12. You'd be like, right. hey, cool, thanks. Like, I'm going to drink that. That's a very lovely gift. Yeah, right. yeah. even the, the most uh, pretentious bourbon style would be like, hey, cool, I'll drink that. Right. And somebody who is new to, newer to bourbon or hasn't had the um, experience with the vast amount of things we've had, they're going to be like, oh, my God, yes, this is amazing. But, like, I don't know anybody who's going to get that and be like, "Ah, well, or 12. Ugh. Also, for
1: experienced bourbon drinkers, they may not have an easy time finding it anyway, too. So, they mm-hmm. yeah. probably should be pretty excited to get it.
0: Yeah. So, I, I just think, I think that's a great bridge in the gap. Like, ev- this is acceptable for everyone.
3: Which yeah. is kind of incredible. I can't yeah. think of a ton of, th- like, I mean, we as people who are into bourbon, you know, uh, have our... Favorites, if we got a bottle of George T Stag, that would be absolutely incredible. But you hand that to someone who doesn't know whiskey, it's like drinking jet fuel for them. Yeah, they can't. Weller 12, you can hand that to anyone who likes whiskey, and I think they will find something that they like about it.
0: Yeah, I know, absolutely. It's like
1: a challenge, really, right? Like I challenge you to find somebody that doesn't.
0: So, what are we on to now? So, and next up, we're, we're looking at the Weller Antique 107. Why do they call it Antique? That's a great question, John. Uh, this comes in at 107 proof, obviously. Um, allegedly, rumors have it uh, aged between six and eight years. Interesting. Uh, I will say my funny story about this is: this used to sell for thirty bucks. Oh yeah, right. Like yeah. Four, when it had like four years ago when it had that top for thirty bucks. Um, and a person I know had one of these bottles on hold at a local uh, liquor store for them, and they're like, and they kind of put off getting it, picking it up, like, I oh, you know, I'll go get it, I'll get it. And then they finally went and got, and get, went and got it, and the price had doubled. Mm-hmm. We went for thirty to sixty dollars, which is, I believe, the new retail price, and yep. currently is, which still like you're hard pressed to find these anywhere for for sixty bucks or any price right now, but uh, but
1: let's see if it's actually
3: worth it now.
0: But yeah, for th- it was a hundred percent. I remember yeah, it's very vividly; it was definitely worth thirty bucks.
3: <laughs> so really interesting move from from Buffalo Trace because they kind of pushed this forward as a big thing in the Weller lineup, which, as you said, is. Inaccessible to a lot of people. But it was interesting that they pushed that front and center. They changed the top to um to have the cork top, the gold cork top rather than the screw top that that it used to have. And which and they Weller
1: Special Reserve still has, right? And right. Weller twelve.
3: And they bumped they bumped the price up like that. It was mm-hmm. just a kind of interesting and, and confusing move as to why are you putting this front and center?
1: Did that come around the same time when they were like uh really low on like their allocation of it, or something. Yeah. So
0: I have a theory at the time. At least what I heard was that uh, they were saving some of, a lot of that juice they would normally use for 107 oh, for what, what we're gonna try next. Oh, let's crack this bottle and have some juice. Yeah, weller foolproof, which is coming up next. Oh yeah. So it was like that was a newer product for them at the time. So right. I heard a lot of what they normally would have made that for. They held on to made full so proof. they kind of
1: like split it. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And uh, that, at least that's what I heard.
1: And like, we already have all these bottle tops for Weller, you know.
0: But honestly, it's really like, why, why wouldn't you? I mean, we, did, we literally just saw this with um, uh, Midwinter's Night Ram from High West. It's like, hey, you know what you do with double the price? You're still going to sell all of it. mm
5: mm-hmm.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. Mean, as much as people can be like, oh, this is ridiculous. They raised the price. And it's, yeah, it's real sticker shock there. But hey, you're still going to buy it, though.
1: It's the market, yeah. And it's like
0: and I appreciate when they see it like, hey, it's selling on secondary for five times what we sell it for. We should probably raise the price.
4: Yeah. Get get in a little bit on that action. Yeah, absolutely. So Antique 107. Yeah, we're back that, at thank you. That thank we're you. drinking now. The better barrels become old rip tenure, right?
1: Well, they get to be picked, right? Like, yeah, the the Van Winkle family come can come in and and do that.
4: Yeah, they're the same thing. Yeah. You would, would just assume that the you know, lower quality barrels become what we're drinking now, and then the better quality barrels potentially become, like, Old Ripper. Well, we happier. just don't
1: know, like, what the agreement is with Buffalo Trace. Like, do the do the Van Winkles have, like, a place in the warehouse where they're, like, obligated to, like, choose from? Like, we don't know. Yeah. You know, these are two companies dealing with each other at arm's
0: length. I mean, John, have you even considered going undercover for three or four years Getting a job at one of these Honestly, I think what's going on? I would
1: take that job and just do it for a little longer than that just to make sure we do a good
0: job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'd 20, be doing a all all service. Yeah. Right. Like, right. No, no, guys, I'm, the expose is going to be fantastic. Right.
1: But so, so Todd, your, your point is that like this might be like the younger cousin of, or maybe not as. Uh, well,
0: like, again, the blend of this and 12 cousin. year is poor man's pappy. So, right. Yeah.
4: Well, I'm thinking, and maybe it's a wrong a misconception but that's how that's what they do with wine sometimes like mm. like opus one uh famous like red wine from Napa valley the better barrels the better grapes go into opus one and then the lesser grapes go into overture and it's like half the price so i didn't know if there was a similar process for something where it's you know it's the same mash it's a similar mm. age and some of it's gonna be pappy and some of it's gonna be weller
1: the only thing that makes me kind of wonder about that is that Is Opus One and this other uh, wine, are they owned by the same company? Yeah,
4: it's the same vineyard, just two sub-brands.
1: Yeah, so I'm just thinking about, like, the Van Winkles have a contract with Buffalo Trace that Buffalo Trace Mm -hmm. makes this weeded bourbon for them. Buffalo Trace owns the Weller line, so it always made sense for the Van Winkles Mm -hmm. to make this deal, but at the same time, like, that doesn't mean Buffalo Trace is always going to give the best barrels to, you know, the Van Winkles, as I think... Maybe we'll learn later on in this episode when we try the William LaRue Weller, which is still owned. I mean, these are all still owned by the Buffalo Trace line, but is pretty close to what we might expect for Patty. Yeah,
0: but I
4: feel like they're probably working pretty well together overall.
1: I mean, I'm not saying they're adversarial
4: in any way. Yeah, like, I have no reason to believe that. But, I know, Julian, you can't have that barrel.
1: Well, I'm just thinking, like, if Julian was, like, tasting through barrels and was like, this is a better barrel, I'll take this one, I kind of think that, like, I kind of wonder, like, do they get, do they get to taste first, or do they get to like choose it based on location?
0: Well, you know, a lot of hearsay from a lawyer. Hearsay, hearsay, hearsay. Yeah. Uh, what do you get on the nose, Cuba?
3: The, I mean the, the alcohol is much more prominent here. This, Absolutely. This yes. has a, yes. a a sharper ethanol intake. With it, though, that buffalo trace cherry note is is coming through much more prominently for me. Yeah, that is I'm getting that
1: cherry note. As soon as you said that, I was like, that is what I'm picking up.
3: Yeah. And bringing me to like gummy candies of different sort. Gummy worms, gummy shark.
4: I get Things. like wafer like baked goods on mm. the nose. Yeah. This
0: I is, can see that.
1: And I'll be honest, like the last time I've had one oh seven, I remember thinking like I know that it's like really popular among bourbon drinkers, but I've always been a fan of like Weller twelve over Weller uh, one oh seven. So well, let's see if that holds
0: up today. Yeah. All right, pick one right now, John. Go. Yeah, it holds up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is really good. Uh I mean, I hate just being so bland about it, but it's um I'm actually picking up a little bit less flavor. I don't know if that's true for anybody else, but
4: I get a lot of sweetness in the the back end of the finish. Yeah. Yep. Right at the very end of the finish. Like
3: I'm getting like nondescript. I'd say this is this is brasher. Whereas Weller Twelve is like a Black tuxedo. This is like an H&M suit. You know, it, it does the job. It's a little bit rough around the edges. Brooks Brothers. Yeah. You know. well, uh, I've,
0: I've owned, I have I own a Brooks Brothers suit. Is Brooks Brothers like brasher? I mean, I thought that was yeah, good. Compared to a, uh, you know, going to see our buddy Court. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm saving
3: up. Um, it's, a, it's a great port, but that ethanol is definitely present on the nose and, and on the palate and kind of overrides some of those sweeter, fruitier flavors for me, personally.
1: Yeah, I don't get the ethanol, but I just get like um, I I can taste that like there's more um, viscosity. It, it feels like a, a fuller mouth feel, but the f- uh, the flavor coming through for me is is harder to pin down. And uh, I'm looking at the flavor while having a hard time picking out anything other than just like on the floral fruity side.
3: I just went back because uh, I had a sip left of the Weller Twelve, and that coming back to that just feels like rich honey um not like squeeze top you know shaped like a bear plastic honey like a a honey that you got from the side of the road somewhere and
1: farmers market honey
3: yeah willer 107 is is much more of like a slap in the face but to say i'm sorry
4: he puts consensual a, 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 slap in yeah. the face yeah
3: yeah right of course yeah uh, with a consensual spit in the mouth and then <laughs> A consensual pushing of a, a gummy worm. Amazing that Kubas everywhere. had COVID
0: seven times. I can't believe
1: it. <laughs> Todd, what do you think? I, I know that you are, uh, I mean, you're wearing a Sitzel Weller shirt. I know that you have tried a lot of these. Uh, I mean, do you think that Weller 107 is less flavorful than Weller 12, or do you, do you disagree with Kubas' point? Me, Todd. Mm. <laughs> I don't mean to. I don't mean to put it that way. I guess I listen to a lot of like.
0: There, 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 there is a knife on the table now. So <laughs> use it how you will. There. Don't worry about it. I keep knives studio <laughs> placed all over the studio, so. just in case.
4: It's tough. I, I tend to lean towards Weller 107.
1: We need a champion.
4: I cannot articulate exactly why because I, I agree with the points that I think there is a little bit more flavor robustness in that Weller 12, and there's more heat in the 107. I don't know. That, that, this amount of heat like kind of hits me in the right spot.
1: Is it like mouthfeel, like robustness, something like that, maybe? Like, um,
4: it has more of a presence. Yeah. Yeah. Oily. I think the, like the overall experience, like you sit with 107 for a night. Yeah. And you get it. That, that heat calms down. And I always get like a little bit of like citrus with like all Buffalo Trace products. I think you're
1: right. Yeah. On this, I particularly, yeah.
4: And, it just like you get used to it and just really like it over the course of the night. I don't know if I would have that same experience if I drank well or 12 all night.
1: That's a really good point, right? Like the the sip for sip. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I lean towards John's take here. I think I prefer the 12 over the 107. Uh, I, yeah. I just like if I was going to drink, sit down and drink three of them.
1: Well, we are, we are, you know, sip for the long night, uh, folks, uh, I guess. And, um, I guess, Todd, so you're, I mean, I think that's a very valid point, though, that, like, there is something really interesting going on with, like, the viscosity, mouthfeel, something, like, the presence, I think is the way you put it, and, yeah, I do appreciate that about this. It is also a great bourbon.
3: It's, yeah, it's definitely bolder. For me, the, the flavors here are much more fruitier. Um, as opposed to creamy, oaky wood spice, this is definitely heat and, and fruit for me. So that's th- a good I feel point. like different creatures.
1: This takes me back to the special reserve in terms of some of the flavors. Mm. And and so I mean that makes sense. That's the, a good
0: point, actually.
1: The RAS yeah. on this, the rumored age statement, is uh six to eight years, and the special reserve rumored age statement is seventy-eight. So yeah. You know.
0: Um, John, would you be so kind as to hand me that bottle of Weller Full Proof on the table. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Next up, we have the Weller Full Proof, a, a newer edition the last few years to the line. Um, again, this is all estimate, uh, like v- v- wild speculation online. Uh, aged roughly six and a half to seven and a half years. Uh, this was first released in 2019. And uh comes in at 114 proof. Uh Todd, do you remember where you were when this bourbon first came out?
4: Probably in line with about 100 people outside of a liquor store waiting for the release. No, I, 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 I do remember when this got announced and it, w- it was a big deal. Was this the, the Waller Full Proof came before CYPB yes. and Single Barrel? Correct. So this was the first extension to the lineup and that the lineup. Which was special reserve one oh seven and twelve year. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of been around for a while. Yeah. They had their staple products. In short order they basically well, double so size.
1: Is that right though? Because I remember CYPB came out in a summer and well, their full proof came out in another summer.
0: I, I believe CYP came in the year after full proof.
1: So full proof was like twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen?
0: Yeah. I remember, I remember when I first heard about it, I was uh at my wedding in twenty nineteen and it was we. Were, I, I was walking down the aisle, and then you I
3: stopped the wedding. And so, yeah, someone
0: said, "Hey, Weller Fullproofs dropping." And I said, "All right, guys, I'll be back." And I just bolted out of there. Um, Jenny was pissed, you know. But Still I came married. I came back with a bottle of Weller Fullproof an hour and a half later, and uh, you guys you know, are married today. We're married, so there you go. <laughs>
1: so every Weller Fullproof is a pick from a store? Is that true? No, no. Some of them are uh, picked by the distillery, or some of them are batched.
4: Batched.
0: Really, mm-hmm. yes, I don't know that I've ever had a Weller foolproof batched. I am very confident you have, but uh, interesting. Yes, I'm very confident. Although this one we have in front of us right now um, is a pick um, from a local Chicago liquor store, Binny's Binnie's. I think it's Binney's. Binney's. Beverage Depot. Binnie's, okay. Um, and this is a small batch select. So this is not just one barrel. This is a batch.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that they okay. do single barrels too. I didn't realize that we had. Okay.
0: Um, I I know, I know certain um, um, big banks do big, do single barrel picks. So yes, Uh, allegedly, allegedly, but yeah, this is a small batch select pick. So a batch, but, uh,
1: so yes, you do know, because I I have tasted from this bottle before. Yes. 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 yes,
0: yes. But also I've, I've, I know they've done bottles that were not a pick. Yeah. They've done just regular ones.
1: But like there isn't anything without like a, a, you're saying that some don't have a sticker at all. Correct. Interesting. Correct.
0: So what do you guys get initial, initial take here on the Weller Full On
3: the nose, I'm getting confectionery sugar, more gummy worm. For me, this feels like, a, even though it's amped up in proof, it feels closer to a combination of the 107 and the Special Reserve for me.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I get a lot more of the like barrel in the background. I feel like it's a little older than the Special Reserve 107 marginally, maybe.
0: What am I getting this? I get more caramel on the nose than this, but it's in the same hemisphere as the, as like Kuba was saying, of the uh, Special Reserve 107. But I'm getting a little, a little more richness in the nose.
1: Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking about, like, in terms of like why I would think it was
0: older. Marzipan, maybe? You know, I would be right up for that.
1: <laughs>
0: is that trolling? Are you trolling me? Never, never. I would never do that. Yeah.
1: Jim. Although I will say that I've been swirling it quite a bit to try to like uh, drum up some nose on it
4: reduce the viscosity.
1: Uh well, I'm just like trying to like and it uh little little ethanol on it.
0: I mean, you'd expect that 114 proof. It's, you know, not messing around. That white dog didn't have ethanol. True? I mean, that white dog.
4: So that white dog by the way, 114 proof. And right. That's why they call it foolproof, proof because that's the proof that goes in the barrel. Uh-huh. So it's Thank not cast, it's not cast you strength. connecting dots shit. Well, that is. I clearly need to. Next
0: you are going to tell me break. where Waldo is.
2: Jesus. Can I ask a question from a non-bourbon expert, please? The difference between barrel strength and cask strength?
1: Ah, none. It's all bullshit.
4: Okay, but foolproof is different.
1: Oh, they're all bullshit. You can't no, I
4: mean, foolproof, th- foolproof is.
1: There's no regulation of that.
4: Foolproof is different than cask strength or barrel strength. It's the proof that that they stick it into the barrel.
1: No, that would be barrel entry point, though.
4: Yeah and that's 114 which is what Oh, I
1: here. see. Okay. So you're saying that like all right, but the thing is, so but full proof is a marketing term that
4: Weller created. But well, it, so it, 1792
1: also uses full proof though. If it comes out of the barrel
4: at 117 proof, right. they water it down to 114.
1: Right. Exactly. So they're saying like we we will take it from the barrel and put it to the proof that we put into the barrel. That's right. Okay. 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 All right. So that actually and means I don't know something. if
4: that's governed or that's like an like industry, a, like,
1: promise or something.
4: But that's that's what they explained.
3: What's, uh, what's 1792s at? Is that like... one 125.
1: 125, that's right, yeah. And uh, so, short sidebar on that, I had a bottle of 1792, uh, a, a pick, actually nice. from the same liquor store that this pick is from. And when I first opened it, I was like, mm, don't love it. But I let it sit on my shelf for like a year and then tried it again after opening it. And it was so, so, so good. And that 125 proof, it did not taste like. Huh. And it was tremendously
0: dangerous. So well, I'm getting some raspberry on the palate.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm only on the on the nose at this point, but red fruit. Yeah. Mm. Getting
0: some raspberry.
2: I'm getting a little grass on the nose as it sits.
0: You were grazing before we started, though.
3: This is true. Yeah. Filling my multiple stomachs. <laughs> uh,
2: Parker? see yourself out yeah <laughs>
1: i'm just joking i'm still like on the part of the flavor wheel that's sweet and fruit and floral for this I'm trying to pin it down farther I,
3: I do see what you're saying jenny in terms of like berry i think for me it's a little bit more like blueberry blackberry but there there's a berryness to it
2: yeah the more i smell it the more i taste it the more i yeah, I, at first I was thinking cherry, but I'm starting to lean that way as well. Yeah, the it, more the it, more times that I go back in,
0: it's more nuanced than cherry. Listen,
3: yeah.
2: I'm telling sure. you guys,
0: just get them get on my level. It's raspberry. It's that dark red. You guys, did you guys pick raspberries as kids? I did. yes, I did. Yeah, we're from Florida. Yeah, yeah of course we did. Um,
1: Every kind of berry you want is grown in Florida. Yes, yes. I And
0: Florida. Yeah. used to go raspberry picking as a, as a child, and huh. this reminds me very much of those raspberries we picked, and they're like this dark red. Um, you almost, know, almost like maroon. It's color. The, the so ripe, so ripe. Yeah. You know what's great about
1: raspberries? No thorns. Blackberries, those motherfuckers. Oh yeah, that's tons of thorns. Bad news bears.
2: Anybody yeah. else got chocolate on this?
4: Mm. Where do you get it? Hershey bar in her other hand.
2: <laughs>
4: in my mouth. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. As in the finish, towards towards the end. Mm. I
0: see some milk chocolate on the finish. Let me there. try that. Let me try that
1: now. Very. Uh, open to influence.
0: Like I could go for a Kit Kat right now.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's subtle. It's not like a super in your face chocolate, but I got a little bit of that.
1: I wish there was a way to describe this, where like there's a flavor, and you're like, it's like twenty percent towards the.
0: You you, you know. literally have a wheel of. No, no, but I mean, like in the English
3: language,
1: I know, but when, yeah, when like, John looks at that,
2: I oil, wish there was a way to do this. All he sees is almond and marzipan yeah. on that.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying like the the degree. There isn't really a a strong way to describe degree.
2: Numbers. You know,
1: we say like, like, we're like, for instance. Scales. Yeah. But like, for instance, like you go to the liquor store and like there's a single barrel and like on the tasting notes, they'll list like 25 flavors. Right. And you're like, okay, but what's the degree of each of those flavors?
4: Mm. We need a volume knob next to each flavor. Right. That, That would be great, actually.
1: Right. We need to talk degree. I
4: mean, that would be a lot. That would be very hard, though. But, like, I mean, I'm consuming, consuming
2: for sure. Well, is- Koopa,
1: you would know because every week you're you're tuned in and figuring out what flavors you're picking up. And I feel like you probably would know, like, what your favorite flavors are. Like, what, what's your favorite flavor to pick up in a bourbon?
3: Um, probably something in, I was going to say the berry range, but now that I think about it, Dr. Pepper. Whenever mm. I get Dr. Pepper, I'm like, ooh, that's really fucking good.
0: good kind of like, like an old Forrester, uh barrel proof. You'll yeah, good to know for next
1: year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to come back, be a judge, please? Again? Yeah. All right. So we're <laughs> the foolproof is. Would, would, are do you all think that Buffalo Trace did a good thing by taking, if Parker's theory is correct, taking some of their 107 and making it the foolproof?
3: No, really? Yeah.
1: You think they should have just like?
3: <clears throat> I think they were responding to consumer trends towards. A desire for higher proof whiskeys, and it seemed like they shifted the focus of their single barrel program from 107 to Weller Full Proof. Which Absolutely. Said, what, what did you say? One fourteen. One fourteen. Yeah. 114?
1: So seven proof points,
3: right? To, re- to respond to that, but honestly, from all of the Weller Full proofs that I've had. They None of them have really blown me away.
1: Hot take. You heard it here. First I have Chasper had Tass. 107s where I'm like,
3: this is dialed in very, very nicely and provide something interesting.
2: I mean, oh, <laughs> I, I can't say that I have had as many probably iterations of both 107 or foolproof, but I would also agree with Kuba that I adore the 107 most of the time. We have a nice one oh seven up Let's there on the shelf.
1: See if we can prove or disprove Kuba's theory. Todd, what have we just poured?
2: Prove me wrong. Well,
4: and Kuba had made that comment just about appealing to the masses with the full proof and you know appealing to those taters, the uh non chill filtered, where the full proof doesn't have the chill filtering and the one oh seven does. Good seems to matter to good. some people. Good distinction. I've yes. had I've had good single barrels both ways. Do you um
1: on that point, though, can I just ask you, do you uh, pick up a strong distinction between the chill filter and non-chill filter?
4: No. I, I think there's a lot of variables that go into a, a good single barrel, and I don't know that the filtering is a predominant like driver. I mean, if it's
1: like the charcoal Tennessee kind of filtering and stuff, yeah, but this is not that.
4: So, yeah, in front of us here, uh,
0: we have a, a late entry. This is another foolproof pick. This, this, is, is, a like single, the- this is a single barrel pick, though. One, one barrel in this one. Uh, Todd, anything you'd like to say about it? I'll leave it up to you. you say as little as mu- or as much as you'd like about it.
4: Allegedly, a group from a company I'm familiar with picked this barrel.
0: And this is a foolproof pick?
4: It is a foolproof pick. Mm-hmm. Um, picked within the last 12 months. Was able to have access to a bottle.
0: This is
1: exciting. Very
0: cool. We're the first people ever probably to podcast about it.
4: Absolutely.
1: I guarantee <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> so I feel like the nose is... is- Very different.
1: Yeah, no, this is not like the last notes that we just had.
2: In a good way. Well. I feel like there's more citrus on this than berry.
0: Sorry that my Weller foolproof did not uh, do it for you there, John.
1: I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's all cheers to that group, but also the last one was great. (laughs) But the point is, all right, actually, this is a really good point I want to make uh, for the, uh, the listener, is when you pick a single barrel of something, you want it to be off profile. You don't want it to be like everything else. The last thing we had was batched and it had a phenomenal expected flavor and nose. This is good as a single barrel because it's not what you would expect.
3: This is, this is a weird note to get, uh, and I feel like a note that people think negatively about.
0: He's going to say fried chicken, guys.
1: Skittles? Balls. <laughs>
3: <but>. <laughs> balls of what? Mothballs. Yes, thank you. Mothballs. Um no, this this feels the, the nose on this feels like opening my my grandparents sweater cabinet. And yeah. and that to me is very, very comforting and warm and inviting because of the memories that I have associated with that. It's it's musty, mature, citrusy. It's it's really interesting. I think much uh more dynamic to me on the nose than what we just tasted.
1: You know, that's an interesting point because there isn't an age statement on Weller Full Proof. right and to me, this smells very old. And looking at the bottle, it is very dark. Um and it's the two bottles of Weller Full Proof we have here are not the same fill level, so it's hard to compare the color to them. But this is uh tremendously dark. So I wonder if this is
0: All right. I I this is better than the previous one. Damn it. <laughs> did you taste it? Yeah, I did. I did. Um
4: I can't get over the nose. The nose is like is.
2: changing for me.
4: It is great. This is a great barrel. So good job. I'm glad you said musty because I use that adjective to describe this nose and it makes me very happy and I want to live in the nose.
2: I would say on the palate, there's a little bit of that citrus coming through, but I would also say like some stone fruit or something like that. I'm, I'm
0: getting a cream and anise. I'm getting honeyed apricot, which oh, is a thanks. weird I was gonna, combo. I was
2: thinking apricot, yeah.
0: I'm getting honey, a little bit of honey, a little bit of apricot or apricot
3: the finish for Remember me this equally is is interesting i'm getting licorice black licorice that's where uh, i am Confectionary needs. sugar i'm getting a little peppermint on the finish yeah mint yeah, yeah. that's I, I got that too yeah, yeah
0: like i'm i'm definitely getting that little which mint, is kind mint of burst on the finish mind blowing
1: not mind blowing but like you know there's no rye in this and a lot of times you pick up mint with rye
3: right exactly Yep.
1: but i I'm, I'm what i love about this is that what it's you off said profile. with black licorice, uh what'd you say
0: it's off profile
1: it is off profile yes mm-hmm. but with the black lip- licorice uh it is um really uh oh i lost it <laughs> i'm like uh frank Costanza. Ah! <laughs> serenity now serenity now insanity later festivus miracle mm. but that like uh licorice piece like sits with me and that that's all i love that this is um an incredible, really different, and kind of good kind of way.
0: No, yeah. great, uh, great job to the people who pick this. I assume they're uh, very handsome men and beautiful women.
1: All right, we have other things to taste tonight.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so we're going to move on to the Craft Your Perfect Bourbon
0: CYPB. Mm-hmm. This this guy is aged eight years on the highest warehouse floors.
1: What is, I mean, do we know what uh, Buffalo Traces, I mean, I know I've been there, but I'm trying to remember, like their warehouses, well, how big are they?
0: Well, if, if you remember, uh, one, of the, one of their warehouses is actually a space elevator that will take you all the way into orbit, yeah. and I believe they're aging these barrels. Um, um ara- Next to the Wonka Vader, a, where a, it a, ends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the thermosphere, which... Uh,
1: Stratosphere, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. one past yeah, that? Yeah,
0: the one up after that uh yeah i have no idea how yeah, uh yeah. which which warehouse and how many stories that warehouse is though that has long been a thing where like hey if you're higher up in the warehouse you're aging just a little bit faster yeah so uh and this is aged um, again 8 years comes I, in at 95 proof i I, uh, I don't regret putting it at this point in the tasting cuz i feel like it is a more recent release than those last couple
1: that, so earlier Todd and I were talking about this and we asked hey why is this at this point in the tasting but you know I think this is a good spot sure.
3: so the if if my uh memory and understanding is is correct the interesting thing about CYPB is that it is a mass crafted perfect bourbon where it was the result of a survey over the intranet. <clears throat> that's right, that, that Buffalo Trace put out on, on their website. Very true. Allowing Did, people to choose their kind of specifications of what they would like to see, what kind of mash bill, where relative in the warehouse, mm-hmm. for how long, what kind of proof percentage, and and that's what produced this product.
1: Did any of you participate in this um, survey?
3: I have done it. Uh, I don't know if they, my they vote have it was all counted. They actually I, yeah.
0: only used one vote, and it was Kubas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This guy, he gets it. We're we're doing it. No yeah. wonder
4: it tastes like four roses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just poured out a four roses bottle. actually
0: actually. They filled up a barrel with four roses. That's why it's so fucking good. Aged it for a week, and then they're like, all right, let's, let's bottle this. <laughs>
1: all right, so, uh, so democracy is at stake in this bottle. I mean... In some way.
0: <laughs> I mean.
1: Whether it's good, whether it's bad, democracy is on the line.
4: Unverified democracy. Yeah. Well,
1: there was no recount, right, C- Cuba?
4: Correct.
0: I, I really like the nose on this.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm dying over this nose. I'm like, is this pancakes?
2: What is this? Honestly, I get a little bit of, dare I say, almond on it.
1: Don't, because you know I'll jump on that.
2: Well, I, already, I already said oh, it. A
1: marzipan you so fast. I'm just because a marzipan is like a. It's like uh, a I'm gonna jump product. on
0: Jenny's there. Uh, chocolate covered almond.
1: Okay. Yeah. No.
3: I think milk or dark.
2: Dark. I smell. I smell no, milk. This is milk. Is I,
0: I I prefer dark chocolate would, covered almonds. I, yeah, but but this just, is milk chocolate, which is still fine. But I agree.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's sweeter.
0: And you're talking about like favorite favored notes in bourbon. Like I love a good dark chocolate note. Oh my god! Yeah. I yeah. love a good red fruit note. I
2: uh-huh. like that in wine too both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't talk I about get a wine. little bit of, uh, I know part of this is uh, from the the milk chocolate we were discussing, but it's kind of like a buttery characteristic. Uh, yeah, the nose characteristic is
0: a little more buttery than the... Uh...
1: It is very different from everything that we've been smelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, I tasted it and it's also different.
4: I get like buttery lemon cake. Yes. Like a really, Ooh. really soft lemon. We're still yeah, on the nose. Butter.
2: That's still it, on the nose, it, Todd. Todd's still
1: on the nose, yeah. yeah. All right. What, I'm, I'm
0: just diving in the palate right
1: yeah. now. Yeah. What are you getting?
2: I get that lemon cake on the on the palate. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That's <laughs> delightful.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's not, It's it, this is, everything that we've had before felt like we were in the same, except for the that group's pick of the Willard Foolproof, which was off-profile. Everything that we'd had in the lineup before tasted similar in some way. And this is a step away.
2: For sure.
0: This is like kind of baked
1: good kind of thing. I'm
0: I'm getting a weird like triple combo of like there's some milk chocolate there still. I'm getting some like fresh fruit. Almost it's like a fruit dipped in chocolate. Is it like a strawberry? Or I mean, it's almost almost like an mm. apple dipped in chocolate, but like some sort of thing dipped in chocolate like milk chocolate. And then there's a little bit of like, but I'm I'm eating it in a bakery, like what? <laughs> like I an essence of baked goods around. I
2: don't me. get as much chocolate on the palate as I did on the nose. I still get the milk chocolate on the palate. I get a little bit, but it's not. I I feel like it's more the chocolate note for me is a little bit more muted on the palate. I'm stuck on. It might be because Todd said lemon cake. Um, this reminds me of Magiano's Maggi- all- lemon cookies before. Oh yeah, they ruined them.
0: Yeah, Jenny loved those. Well, I will say... Um, God, you know what? You said baked goods. This kind of reminds me of the unfrosted part of that black and white cookie for Pablo.
1: <laughs> the back? Yeah, which is part of, the, part of the cookie. It's
0: part of the cookie. But cookie like cookie with, cookie with a with a lighter chocolate than the chocolate. Parker, part.
1: when you said strawberry, I my taste buds responded immediately. They're yeah, like, yeah, like a right. strawberry
0: dipped in milk chocolate that I'm e- enjoying
4: in a bakery.
1: But I feel like Todd has a, a tasting note. I, I'm looking at your face and I'm just thinking like you... Might have something to say. He's spend. a cooking and something up. Yeah, I don't yeah, have a
4: tasting note, but I have a comment that, yeah. like this compared to its proof partners, which would be the Special Reserve and the Weller Twelve, because it's like blows uh, them out of the water. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's under hundred proof. Yeah, it's almost like the one hundred and seven and the full proof. Like they need to be in their own family. Good well, point. Good point. I, I usually ask this at the end of the pod, but like this is my favorite one.
0: Oh wow. Of what we've had so far, this unsolicited. Season. This is my oh. favorite. You haven't even. had- And I'm saying that now before we have the next thing. Right? <laughs> <'Cause that's, laughs> but that's so not, far, that's not a fair comparison. But I I get
1: what you're saying though. I get what you're saying mm-hmm. because this is uh, tremendously flavorful, low proof. Like this mm-hmm. is awesome. And and but let me ask you this though: the craft perfect bourbon every year it comes out. Are they they're kind of different? It's I mean it's probably different. I think least so.
4: release. Based on the reviews, there's been differences. I don't know that there's been differences in like the results of the survey.
0: I I've heard that this batch that this bottles from was better than the previous one. Okay. So I did he- I did hear that. So I heard uh,
4: There's I, 3, right? 3 years maybe? I believe so. I think you're right, dude. I believe so. And I
0: hear this was better. Than, I don't know about your one, but I know here this is better than last year's. And uh listen, I might be in an island here, but I think the Bottle Fox.
1: Oh shit. All right, well, I'm going to need another pour of it to determine that, you know, because I went through the taste.
0: Yeah, yeah, John is drinking in a highball glass. <laughs> it's for anybody listening. I do,
1: I do demand one finger for each taste.
0: <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, we'll try that next. Well,
1: there was, uh, well, so, I, I think we have to spend a second here on this. Uh, when, when one person nominates a bottle to fuck, and seconded, we all have to chime in, if you don't
0: mind. Hey, listen. I'm f- I'm fine if this doesn't go through, but I just I I like this that much. It I can have. die on the. floor. I have to at least mention it. Yeah, it could die on the floor. The floor of Congress. What are we doing? Kuba, your thoughts? Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I I agree. It's it's a very good pour. Um, but for for me, what I look from from the weller line from a weeded bourbon, I think the twelve years still holds superior for me.
1: Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Should we move on? I'm oh. seeing around.
0: Let's move on. is mm-hmm. like, I am the Speaker of the House. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm burying this in committee.
1: Uh, Parker and I will drink the rest of that Craft Your Perfect Bourbon bottle. Do not ask for anything, please.
2: is <laughs> <laughs> out. Mm. So. What
0: that, are we moving on to next? Yeah, next up. We've got an interesting pour. Uh, we have the William LaRue Weller. Why did they put the whole name ever, on this? Ever heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the guy? Why did they put the
1: whole name on this bottle? What is so special about it?: Part
4: of this? the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, B-Tech. So this
1: is uh, separate from the regular Weller lineup.
4: Correct. Correct. This and
1: is
0: this is the top tier. This is what all the kids are talking about. Uh, I'm, told, I'm told by my uh, younger friends that they don't call it on fleek anymore. It's not called that anymore.
3: No, it, it no. would slap.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: or it's bussing no cap. That's <laughs> Kuba.
0: you're not that much younger than me. I don't know. <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> <old>. <laughs> so this is hand-bottled, very important. What oh. does that even mean, though? Uh, who gets it? It, it's, it's bottled by hand. There's not machines, all right? There's not Terminators bottles. us. <laughs> <Dun, dun>, <laughs> Actually, dun. I
1: really do appreciate that because
0: I'm terrified yeah. of that. This is uncut and unfiltered, John. That all right. Much, that m- means a lot. Much, much like you, uncut, unfiltered.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> uncircumcised, <laughs> washed.
0: <laughs> no comment on whether that is accurate or not. Oh man, uh, hand bottled and barrel proof. <laughs> uh, typically an annual release. What is the proof on this one? That,
4: uh, this particular bottle is one thirty four
0: point
1: five.
4: This is the twenty twenty. Edition.
2: She.
0: Okay, because yeah, I had on my notes
2: here the 5. Cause something 134.5. Oh, had, boy. Because
1: something good had to come out of that year. <laughs> Wait, did something happen in 2020?
2: I uh, can't remember, honestly. Wasn't that
3: seven years ago? Hold John. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And, uh,
2: so we all have enough uh, new wrinkles to show that it was that long ago. I lost
1: most of my hair, and the remainder of it went gray. That
0: What's is true. His three stuff? gray hairs are very pronounced. Yeah. A ton shirt. He, he wears a great toupee, though. It's a,
1: and you say it's a gray. It's, it's a pompadour. It's a great gray toupee.
0: Mm-hmm. It's fantastic.
1: Man, what are you guys getting on the nose here? Everything. Yeah. This is. You
0: know, it's interesting. I still kind of get the same profile, but just like turned up to eleven.
1: Like this is a cousin, but. Yeah, but like an the, older, more refined cousin, like
0: in the way that, like, hold
2: on. And back to those. Like,
0: that, like somebody in Rome was Caesar's cousin. It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you're like a cousin of Caesar. And this this is Caesar in this scenario. This is the Caesar. Yeah.
2: So we were talking about chocolate-covered almonds. Right now I'm on chocolate, and milk chocolate still. Milk chocolate-covered raspberries.
1: Mm. I'm still in the fruity category. Yeah, we're getting back to the raspberries
0: that I
3: was-
2: Yeah, more raspberry than chocolate. Yelling about. If I could could
3: propose something. Since we're at the upper echelon of what Weller offers, we're we're not talking about discussing Pappy. We're just focusing on Weller. Yeah. Um... Now that we're here, nose-wise, based on everything that we've tasted, what is closest in experience to this?
1: Like which of we, what, mm-hmm. what is this closest to that we've had before? Yep. Probably Perfect. one or 12 for me.
2: I was going to say 107.
0: I agree with 107,
2: actually. I don't
4: know i have to think about
1: it. I mean, it's so, but this is, like, so much more going on that I, I think this is, like... Un- undoubtedly.
4: Oh, yeah, this is, sure. this is Again,
3: this is, that it's turned a, it's 11. A, this is a
1: different tier. This but, is the coloring book, the full pages colored, yeah. you know? And, like, everything else, like, didn't quite color in all the pictures. Those, this,
0: the those kids playing peewee football, they're still playing football, John.
4: Yeah. And then it's, like, we're looking on Sunday, and it's, like, okay, this is playing on Sunday. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's,
3: it's like, is, this is 107 on the nose for
4: me. It's, like, yeah. we were sightseeing before this, and then someone gave us binoculars.
3: yes. Yes. Oh, there's an eagle. We're still blind, but the, we're blind farther.
1: <laughs> does, does anybody else
0: have a good analogy? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, we live by analogy. So we learn.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, the, the, nose, the nose in this is, is fantastic.
4: I
1: think yeah. you could probably it, find something on every part of the flavor wheel for this.
4: The baking spice is heavy on these. Like yep. on the other variations, we, it was lighter, and this is just full blown.
3: So I, I agree with you, Parker, that the nose is, is fantastic, and to try and qualify that. A bit. I mean, this is 134 proof. Like, this is a bruiser, and you put this glass to your nose, and you're not it, getting a blast of, al, uh, it, of, of ethanol. Yeah. If I was uh, blind this yeah.
0: and you asked me, hey, what's the proof in this? I'd say, I don't know, 105. Yeah. Somewhere like one, one to 110. 115. Like, max I, might, I might even say 100. I'm stretching. I might even say 100. Is this bottled in bond?
3: Yeah.
1: Like, Guys, remind me, what is the age on this? 12 years. 12 year old? Yeah. Uh...
3: it. it 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 holds so much dimension and body and robustness but it's not kicking you in the teeth not at on all. the nose
1: no. i i get no ethanol it,
2: it i like to use the term full body to, i know that's a wine thing and i know we're talking about a nose and not the the actual flavor but it's a it's a very full nose i'm going to quote kesha
1: you are who you are <laughs> I'm going to paraphrase Kesha. I'm
4: I'm going to quote John Mayer and say, your body is a wonderland.
1: Yes. (laughs) And and with respect to this, uh, well.
2: I appreciate that you updated it to paraphrase Kesha. (laughs) Yeah,
4: because it's
1: we are who we are. Yeah, and not you are who you are. (laughs) You done fucked up, kid. (laughs) I literally listened to that song earlier today on the radio. All right, I don't want to sip this because I love the nose. I just want to. I, I know, want to. For, about
2: I want to invite this forever. nose over
1: but and just stay with me. The,
3: the, there is something to be said when something of this caliber and of this proof can create an experience before you've even tasted a sip of the glass, where you're like, "Fuck, that's awesome."
2: Yeah, and, I feel like I want this in like the smoking room. Yeah, and like a giant leather chair, like the huge back yep. in front yeah. of a fireplace, Quote. and I just want to sniff it for like. Well, why
0: don't we have those in studio? Listen, <laughs> once yes. we go, once we get to two hundred thousand listeners, we're only at one hundred thousand now. Two hundred thousand <laughs> listeners, we're getting those to the listener. We could have leather.
2: All of us are in. We should the, all be the high back, back leather. <laughs> yeah, seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The the mic comes to us.
1: This uh, this reminds me so much of Weller Twelve, but the full bodied like. It's like the older brother, like the filled
0: out high school. The one who went to Yale, brother.
3: who wears very nice sweaters. Yes. Who's yeah. figured himself out, gone to therapy. Yeah. But
0: all the sweaters say Yale on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. no, hey, we of got it. We got to yeah. go to Yale.
3: Yeah. No, but, Jeremy.
1: I mean, but also... <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't find anything pretentious about it. Like, like uh, Jenny was saying, like, it feels like a bourbon that you would just want to sip, and like this like, really perfect bourbon kind of way yeah you know it's phenomenal
3: i don't know i don't know if this makes sense but for for me william larue is the bourbon drinker's pappy like everyone's gonna find something to appreciate about a bottle of pappy right but there's a name recognition of pappy that carries it through regardless of what the quality is that you.
1: i would love to try this against a bottle of pappy 15 year
0: well or 12 year good news john we're going to try this against a bottle of Happy 12.
3: Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up at Parker's shelf and
2: realized
1: where we we're doing going. We do indeed yeah. have. The old Rip Van Winkle Lot B12?
2: Way, yeah, that's right. Has everybody had a taste of this yet? Yes. I just finally took do. a taste because we were like. It's laughing at me. We were like gushing about the smell and I wasn't ready to taste it yet. But now oh, I did. And wow.
0: I want to freeze it in the winter and skate on it.
2: And
1: then melt it in the springtime and drink it. I want to go on top of a mountain and build a tent, and we'll all live there. I wanted to
3: put those. a cigarette out on my left nipple. <laughs>
4: I mean,
0: Todd doesn't care for it. <laughs> Todd's
3: I like
4: how it's like, did they describe the tasting notes from the palate? It's like, no, Kuba uh, described where he wanted to live. <laughs> <laughs> it's transcendent. And burning himself with a cigarette. And...
2: Um. Yeah, Jenny and Parker quoted Beer Fest.
4: Um, yeah.
0: Oh, I miss but it. But it's well. got so it's it's still got a lot of those same notes. They're just so much better. Yeah. It's like richer. It's I'm I'm getting it's a little of that Kentucky hug on the way down. And
2: again, on the palate, you would never know. I get
0: a little on the finish. I get a little of that Kentucky hug, but like I would expect that with that proof.
2: Yeah, but the thing, again, if I was guessing what proof this was, I still would say 110, 115. Yep. Yeah. Not one thirty five. De- I would definitely guess
0: less. Yeah. And I'm getting Let's see. If I have to pick three notes, I try to nail her down to three. Obviously, there's like fifteen here, but uh, let me dig in here. yeah, I'm I'm definitely getting. There's some fruit there. Chocolate. There's definitely some chocolate there. That's still that milk chocolate, but it's mm-hmm. like a, that milk chocolate. All right, I I just thought of another great note note here. That so earlier I'm getting like that Hershey's milk chocolate. This is like that super high end, like Swiss milk chocolate. Like,
2: oh yeah, this is the like good Milka, shit. like the stuff you yeah. get. But you
0: in get it own... at well, duty free. Like, like I'm going to work. I'm going to World Market here in town for this milk chocolate. Ooh, damn. Yeah. Hey man, I don't fuck around with my good chocolate. You do not. And uh, yeah, like I'm going to World Market. I'm getting the world milk chocolate. There's a hint of fruit there. I want to say still maybe that raspberry. I'm just I can't no, get away I, from that raspberry. I, I'm getting
3: raspberry. I still
2: chocolate. like raspberry on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then there's like one other thing there. This one it seems I get a little more. Um, maybe it's like toasted oak, but like I get a little bit of like the hint of wood on there in a good way, more so than the other ones, or maybe it's like dark caramel. I don't know if I
3: could, please. I'm just throwing this out there, please. I don't know if this is something that has been talked about on this podcast, but where's the pan?
0: You know, honestly, John, John stepped away for a minute. It is Mars Pan. Don't tell him. Don't Mars nobody Pan. tell him. He'll he, nobody say. He it. never listens <laughs> to the episode. So he will he'll never know we talked about it. Strike that from the record. Yeah. <laughs> no, he'll literally never know we said it. But yes, you're right. It's Mars Pan.
3: Yeah. I, I do want to qualify my statements by saying that, like we're we're gushing about this right now, and 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 rightfully so. Um this is not the best pour I've ever had. This is not ever God of course. to man. Like this is this is an incredible whiskey. Relative to everything that we've tried, it really does show what the Weller line can be. But if you don't have this, it's it's not like you haven't experienced whiskey before. Sure.
0: Out of curiosity, I know my answer to this question. What's the best whiskey you've ever had?
3: Oof. <sighs> um, two things come to mind. Can I answer two? Sure, sure. Uh, Mictor's 20, uh, and Rittenhouse 21 year rye.
4: Um, Todd, I mean, I'll let you speak for me because I think we share, yep, we, our do it. we do, we do the same way. It, 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 it it's unanimously,
0: yeah. It's Mictor's 20. Mictor's 20 is the best bourbon I've ever had. Yeah, I've had it on two to three separate occasions, and uh, it holds up as Crushed the best every time bourbon I've ever had, and uh, I've, I'm told there's a 25 kicking around out there. I have not had a chance to try it. If you have a Maker's 25 sample, you'd like to send us, that's uh, <laughs> email me chai spirits guys at gmail.com. I would be happy to. Uh, that's also going um, to me. give you my firstborn child. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you visit the Zazzle shop
3: and you
0: not select Doug. 25 Oh my god! T-shirt. Oh my god! Todd, Todd's right. I will not give up Doug. My ne- my firstborn human child. Human child. Yeah. Human child. Yes. Easy,
1: easy loss. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> child that. Now if you ta- not exist yet. Now,
0: if it's a Micros 25 and a Myctrus 20, I will give you Doug.
2: Yeah. Well, you know,
1: Doug would want to be with someone who had those.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right?
1: So he knows,
3: he knows an alpha one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all, right, like, all right. Listen, listen, guys. This was fun and all, but like
0: he's got like Myctor's twenty fives going around, so he's I like, gotta go.
1: Thanks for raising me, but I'm gonna go with where I belong. Mm-hmm.
0: So we've got in front of us now um the Van Winkle Special Reserve, twelve year lot B, from twenty twenty one.
1: Where's that lot B?
0: It's right, right next to, next lot to the A. parking yeah. lot. Then,
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> when they say lot B, I, I'm always like, "Where is that?" So oh, good, good question. Actually, <laughs> oh, oh thank, you. thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> so the idea, <laughs> it's all I've ever wanted. in
1: life. This is also twelve years old. We just had yeah. William Lou Weller, which is twelve, yep. and yeah. this is, but this is down to ninety point four proof. So just
3: keep that in mind. So at some point, what would become Willer 12 was deemed exceptional enough to be labeled (laughs) Van Winkle 12-year lot B.
1: And they were like, but we need it to be 90.4
3: proof. I mean, We're talking about 0.4 proof. Proof I don't think percent difference. I don't think I could
1: ever tell the difference between No, me, and me
3: neither. Though. But there, there is some qualifying factor that made whoever is tasting these say this 12 year old weeded bourbon with the same mash bill is Weller 12 and this one is Van Winkle 12 year lobby. John is looking at the colors between the two bottles right now. What yeah. are you finding, John?
1: I, I find a uh, pretty hard to tell
3: difference. Maybe
1: the Weller 12 actually it looks a little darker but it has a black label right. so i don't know if that changes anything
3: right contribute you know the
1: the the bottle also tapers or goes upward it gets uh thicker as it goes upwards as you know that's what she said <laughs> that's <Yeah>. a terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh, what
0: what, what did it get on the nose on this lot b i mean um,
1: this is more uniform uh, honey
0: yeah yeah i like that honey note i get um Something else, too. It
1: is sweet. It is refreshing. It's tropical. It's closer to... It's light and refreshing. God, what is that? I want to say
2: like honey. I got honey and lemon, like tea.
4: Yeah, I think that lemon. Light lemon. I do get more heat, weirdly, for the proof.
2: What is the proof on this? 90. 90.4. 90 90 90 versus... versus Classic. I
4: knew. uh, I said ish. Ish, did ish. you?
2: I'm not the person who knows like the that. proof of Pappy. I'm sorry. Off the top of my head. The 90 ish really
4: does. Yeah. All encompassing. Everything around 90 is 90 ish.
1: I do like that. I, I actually, I, so I don't get the ethanol, but I do get the, like a more uniform, like singular uh, note. And I actually really like it. It's kind of like creamy, uh, almost like oatmeal in the morning with like uh, strawberry is in
0: cream or something. It's for the nose or the palate? On the nose. On the nose. So I haven't had the palate yet. So on the palate, I'm get, I just tried it. I'm gonna get. I'm getting some like honey lemon kind of thing going on. Yeah, I'm. on So the, like, I'm it kind of goes to your lemon, your things. lemon tea thing, where it's yes. like lemon tea with honey. Mhm. absolutely. Like this would be great if I'm ever feeling under the weather. Just gi- just give me this.
1: Oh my just
3: god. Just put it man. in a hot toddy.
2: Is, yeah, perfect for a <laughs> hot toddy.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is incredible. I did famously do an old rip and coke, and.
1: You actually did that. Oh, I thought of you just posted that photo.
0: No, I, I and then I drank it.
2: <laughs> like, I, well, I was gonna dump it, it out, John. Like, um, it wasn't <laughs> not a his Old rip.
1: Yeah, but people in the photo, people looking at the photo, don't know that you actually poured a rip into that bottle of Coke.
0: Yeah, that happened. Um, Fucking monster. But you know what? There's no wrong way to drink whiskey. First off, no. But second of off, it wasn't my bottle of old rip.
1: No, I'm
3: just joking. Yeah. But also, that okay. is probably the best whiskey Coke you've ever had, right? It, it was. It was the
0: best whiskey Coke you've ever had. There's something to be said for that. Like, listen, how do I? How would you ever know if you didn't try it? Right. People can guffaw about it. It's like kind, any,
3: of, kind of take risks. Do not guffaw mm-hmm.
0: until you've had. Yeah. Hey, man, guffaw. try try that and tell me it's not good. Yeah, Other I way. get a
4: little bit of vanilla on this. I'm for surprised that for t- sure. that tasting though, has not been called out at all tonight. Mm-hmm. Very unusual for I think any bourbon the, tasting. The White Dog, maybe the vanilla, maybe a yeah. little uh, yeah. frosting in totally the White Dog. But, but
3: yeah. since then, that's that's when we a had the White point. Dog. Three yeah, hours yeah, ago. we haven't.
0: Yeah. Now we've we've talked about this a lot in a previous episode. Are you getting more like vanilla bean, vanilla
4: extract? It's really, really slight. I wouldn't even call it out, a except that it came out more on the lobby. I than feel like that else. is right. more yeah. like. I can see that.
2: I don't think it's extract because it's not like that. Like Better. I, I agree. I agree. That syrupy thing is—it's it's like vanilla ice cream. It's
0: closer. Honestly, it's—it's it's like a light, which right. makes sense. It's light. It's a lighter version of the distillate. It's got the vanilla frosting and the distillate. It's got that lighter version of that, which would be vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Are
1: mm-hmm. we talking about like soft serve from
0: like... Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking no. about like Breyer's just vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Not the bean though. The regular vanilla.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a difference. They sell oh, those yeah. separately. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this is also phenomenal, but it is, it is different in like a very good way.
3: It's very different from the Weller 12, too, so, which I'm sure is what most people wonder. is like, what should I go for or spring for?
1: What does this go for, actually? Retail? About 100 something. The Lot B? On Uh, retail?
0: Yeah, it was like 121.30 retail. Uh, If you can get it, good luck. It is a
2: more complicated sip than the Weller 12, I think.
0: Luckily, I know a guy. You do know a
2: guy? I mean, yeah, it's tough with this whole episode because it's like, yeah. I feel like I, did, I missed some of the price points on these partially because I had to take Doug outside, but um, also because, <laughs> but also because like, sense. I say right. like, well, yeah, do the price points matter that much? If people can get them, they're going to buy them.
1: Well, um, I do Generally. think it matters that like, okay, so this on the paper looks a lot like Weller 12, mm-hmm. like in terms of 90.4 proof, 90 ish proof uh, and 12 years old, but it ha- brings a lot more to the table, I think.
0: Yeah, I I I did pay retail for this, and I do not regret paying one hundred and whatever dollars for this. I suspect
1: that everyone that pays retail for this has no regrets.
0: Yeah, I would think not.
3: So, okay, I think what people listening to a podcast on Weller products want to know is what is actually worth paying retail for, and what is actually worth springing on for for secondary
2: for it. So can I ask a question a good, before a I end? Sure, sure. The 12-year goes for how much? or
3: 12. Like f- 50 bucks-ish. Retail, secondary, we're looking at like 150, 175. They
4: pretty much all go for between 50 and 60, except for the special reserve, which mm-hmm. is cheaper. Okay. And then the Louvre Weller very expensive. Yeah,
2: I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I would say, just looking back through our, our lineup here, um, the white dog is very much seventeen bucks. Go for it. Is it yep. really just seventeen dollars yep, for the for, for the half bottle? Yeah, yeah three seventy five. I think that's worth it. I think, yep. I think we're in it. Which is funny because it's actually you can get an a, that aged for like seven eight years for twice the price <laughs> for twice the size of it. So
1: probably worthwhile. But uh, I do appreciate that they're like seventeen dollars because it is smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but uh, I I think that's fine for the price. Uh, the special reserve for like thirty bucks. I think that's fine. I think that's fine for it. That's I think if you pay Yeah. I wouldn't pay more than forty for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, I wouldn't obviously, but, but like, actually all right. The average person out there, I would say, like, hey, if you see for like forty bucks, sure, more than that, don't pay sixty bucks. Don't, don't, don't pay a hundred dollars. Don't, don't be Cuba Don't pay a hundred dollars. <laughs>
1: yeah. But like something like, you go Cuba and Todd. You go to your mm-hmm. local favorite liquor store and like mm-hmm. they get like a few bottles of it, so they mark it up a little bit. Like that's probably fine. But don't do over fifty.
3: No.
4: Really. Yeah, definitely don't do not pay over fifty for that. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think we've really dug in on that point. We could move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the twelve year,
0: I think here I'm, I'd be willing to pay a little bit more. If it's going for fifty bucks, like I would say, like, hey, seventy-five bucks, sure. More than that, I wouldn't pay. But
1: I would probably pay up to hundred dollars for well, or twelve if I was like. Just looking for the bottle. Well,
4: and let's be realistic. Like secondary is like two hundred to two hundred fifty. Yeah. yeah. So. like,
1: but I'm saying, like, at retail, again, at this, like, a smaller liquor store. If you live in other places, like we live in Chicago, we have a ton of liquor stores competing with each other, bringing down price. But like, if you live in a, a like Yakima, Washington, one of our listeners lives in like the area. What up, Yakima, homie? Actually, right. I don't even know
0: this. John, four of our listeners live there.
1: Oh. What um, up, four Yakima well, homies? When you have millions of listeners. or hundred, hundred, hundred thousand. A yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So thousand. We're, yeah. we're working on it, though.
3: Sorry. What up, Mayor of Three Yakima. of the other
1: listeners I didn't know.
0: Uh, he listens, yeah. Yeah. So in other Sorry, words. She though, like, listens, my apologies.
1: So the, uh, but like the liquor stores, they're priced differently. So, you know, maybe it goes up a little bit. But I think that, I mean, when we, how hard is it to find a 12-year-old bourbon out there for, you know, less than $100? It's pretty hard to find. We, yep. we were talking earlier about a bourbon that we love that was 13 years old that we're paying properly like one seventy five, but it's barrel proof. And so, you know, we get to the next
0: category. So you get one Oh seven, which is age 68 years, but a little higher proof there. I'm like, all right, 50 bucks. Sure. 60 bucks. Sure. I don't really want to pay more than 60 bucks for that. Cause you can get a lot of good 10 year bourbon.
4: Second, or, secondaries around a hundred. Yeah. You which go, is not bad. This is one that's, been a little odd that it hasn't popped. Wait, so you're saying the apart. secondary
1: on Waller Twelve is
0: above 107? Correct. Yes, by like quite a bit. Interesting,
4: because th- there's a that,
0: lot of good wow. older stuff. Like you can get Russell's tenure on the shelf for 35 bucks. Don't tell anyone that. What are we doing? Don't talk about that. Or you get to your fucking mouth. mouth. Yes. You can get some great, like, seven-year picks of George Remus for, like, 60, 70 bucks. Cut this. Cut this. Cut <laughs> this. We're just breaking into all John's market here. <laughs> so I feel like there's a lot of good things this there.
3: This Zazzle.com <laughs> slash Sora <laughs> slash yeah. Windy City Sippers <laughs> slash Remus <laughs> picks.
0: <laughs> but, but seriously, go buy our merch,
1: though. It's yeah, seriously. On that point, though. So... I'm blown away, though, because I feel like uh, the secondary market is largely driven by people who love bourbon, and 107 is the bourbon sippers, you know.
0: Well, we agree, disagree on that, because I prefer the 12-year, personally.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, like, the people that are told how to sip and follow those instructions. Hold on.
2: Should we go around and say what our favorites are? Are we at that point?
0: Yeah. Let's do it.
2: We are at one hour and 34 minutes.
0: Oh, my God. Really? Jesus Christ. That's why
2: I was like, hey, let's, yeah, let's wrap it up.
0: Taters <laughs> love well or talk. So good, good call. This one can go long.
2: And, that's, uh, and that is definitely our, our target market. So,
0: Jenny, what's your favorite? So,
2: I know, as you were saying, like, oh, the average person's whatever. I like the one oh seven the best. OK,
0: very cool. John, your favorite
2: uh, pass. Come back
0: right. to me. Todd, your favorite.
4: The, William LaRue is fantastic. That's my number two. Um, behind bur- the special favorite reserve? bourbon of all time white dog <laughs> i mean white dogs really smart. i know right, i just right. took another nose yeah. of the bottle and i'm very impressed but right behind that i i really like 107 i think that's a good proof for mm-hmm. the lineup
0: Cuba.
2: i'm glad i'm not alone
4: i think there is a
3: lot of offering a lot of variety within the weller line surprisingly yeah um i think for me if if I were to pick something within this line that is worth pursuing, that's dynamic, that's interesting, and that is worth the money, definitely, if you get it at retail, maybe a little less so, but still holds up if you get it secondary, my vote is Will or 12. Mm.
0: John?
1: I find that hard to disagree with. Um, I will say this. Uh, the Will or Full Proof is a really interesting foray. I thought that the pick that we had from the group that shared with us, uh, their single barrel pick was phenomenal in like an off profile sense. And so I I think that, you know, if we're not going to do 107 picks, we're going to do will our full proof picks instead. I don't know that that's a huge loss or change. Like it's just like, kind of like, do you like a blue label versus a red label? It's a seven point proof difference in the end. And uh, I thought, these are really interesting places to go with this. So, if you are out there and like, you like a liquor store or you like a group and they have this offering available at a decent price, try
0: it out. Actually just gave me a great idea there. So, my, my favorite is still the Weller CYPB. I do love the 12 year, though.
2: The 12 year? I just retasted the 12 year. The
0: 12 year, especially at retail, is amazing. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Buy that. If you find it, buy it. Immediately. Undoubtedly. CYPB is much harder to find. Um, it's once it, it's once a year, right? Yeah. If you do find it, buy it.
1: Also, this past year's was exceptional.
0: If you can do a pick of it.
1: The CYPB?
0: Yeah. So what I would like to do is, um, if you're listening, Buffalo Trace, um, we'd be happy to do a, a pick of CYPB Weller.
3: Ooh, CYPB PB. Choose your perfect bourbon's perfect barrel. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: exactly right. You heard it here. We're ready to do it. This team of of bourbon experts in quotes is ready to do that. Enthusiasts mm-hmm. and uh,
2: when they but when they steal that from this podcast, we can sue them, right? That's right. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And then you know we're gonna do on every sure. every bottle of that we're gonna put a that bottle fuck sticker on it.
2: Hell yeah!
1: Today is uh, Thursday, November tenth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so great stuff, guys. That is Weller. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you, our panel, for being here. Good times. And, uh, we could
1: not have asked for a more sophisticated uh, absolutely panel not. for
0: this. Wonderful stuff! And remember to email us your comments, your great ideas, your praise for John uh, and for Parker. Chai Spirits Guys at gmail.com. Where are we on Instagram? At Chai Spirits Guys, <laughs> and then of course look for our our fun merch, Zazzle slash store slash Chai Spirits Guys. We're working on the site.
1: Okay. I'm wearing the shirt right now. It's super comfy. It looks good.
0: And uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits Guys. Cheers.